Welcome to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. It's TGI Friday, February 25th, and we're going to set up the weekend as well, which is basically following the moon. And speaking of the moon, that really is our only aspect in the sky right up over our heads today. That's at 11.27 a.m. The moon moves into Capricorn, which is significant because that really is the next parlay here is what's been going on overseas is directly Capricornian energy. And I'm not referring to anybody who is a Capricorn. I'm not talking about natal astrology right now. I'm talking about mundane corporate astrology, what is going on in our world and on our planet. And if we walk this back, remember, we are still under the dominant influence of the Saturn-Pluto conjunction that took place on January 12, 2020. You walk that back the last three times Pluto was in Capricorn in our world history were all major era shift periods. Well, now we obviously have a new chart, and that is the chart marking the time that the Ukraine war invasion began, which is marked at 5.45 a.m. on February 24th, Moscow, Russia. And that's when Vladimir Putin was on television announcing the invasion. Now, it's interesting, and I covered a lot of this, and you can see it in the video. And yeah, I'm asking for $4, basically, a cup of coffee in just some exchange of value for that. So thank you for those of you who have picked that up. Appreciate it. It's in a feature box on the homepage of funastrology.com if you want to go check that out. Would love to have you look at that, because in 20 minutes, we cover the United States chart I point out a couple of the aspects that we've been talking about in the solar arc class that I've been doing with Robert Glasscock, and then talk about the Ukrainian-Russian conflict, both of their natal charts, which date back basically to 1991. Now, what we have is this new mark in time of the what I just mentioned the, when the war began, which was 9.45 p.m. East Coast time on February 24th, if you wanted to set it to that. But this is clearly the opposite of the shadow of everything that we talked about in the last two episodes. The big aspects of the last two days were an applying Mars heading toward Pluto. That happens on March 3rd, the conjunct, and Venus right behind it. And the last two days, both of those were sextile to Neptune and Pisces. And that's what we talked about the last two days and how we could apply it in our own lives. Well, like we always say around here, astrology has a shadow side. And as Mars was moving to Pluto, Putin was moving into position. So what else is in this chart that we might want to look at? The thing that comes up, and Steve Forrest pointed this out, and by the way, we're going to have an interview with Steve if all goes well this weekend. It has not been recorded yet. I'm hoping to record it later this afternoon. And if we do, we will be playing it tomorrow, Saturday. Steve Forrest talking about the endless sky, and we'll get Steve Forrest's thoughts on the world and whatever else he wants to pontificate as we get to spend a few minutes with him uh, upon the release of the audiobook a couple of weeks ago, The Endless Sky. But Steve mentioned back in January of 2020 that that conjunction happened also in a square to Eris, in Aries. Eris, the mythological sister of Mars, war, discord, and the two slowest moving bodies on the astrological chart. Well, since then, two, two, a little over two years ago, 
Obviously, Saturn has moved on, being the faster moving of the three, leaving Pluto in a five degree separating or moving away from aspect from Pluto. So, wow, just think about what astrology is showing us here. So, Mars is moving toward Pluto. Pluto is three times the strength of Mars. So the Mars war energy is amplified under this configuration, and all of that, for a long time, has been baked into this aspect with Eris, the tension. Then I wanted to take a look at this with Vladimir Putin's chart, but we have a problem, because according to the Astro Data Bank at astro.com, Putin's birth time is a double D Rodden rating. That means it is unverified, uncertain, and conflicting. So we do not have a good birth time. What is shown is October 7th, 1952 at 9.30 a.m., St. Petersburg, Russia. When you don't have a good birth time, one very powerful technique is you put the sun in the first house, and then you basically don't read the moon or the angular points like the ascendant and the midheaven. But you can very solidly astrologically interpret with that configuration. And what we have with that when we put it over the origination of the Ukrainian conflict is that the Mars-Pluto-Capricorn energy is all in the fourth house. He's fighting for the homeland. And Putin is a Libran. And if we put that sun in the first house then he is square to the fourth house. So there's the conflict. And Eris in Aries is in his seventh house, the house of war. So the question is, where do we go from here? I know we all have our own eyes on this. This is almost kind of like COVID. It's like, I respect your interpretive prowess and please respect mine. I think we're all still trying to figure it out. We're trying to pick our jaws up off the floor from what we've seen over the last 36 hours. When I take a look at everything that I'm seeing and learning in these Robert Glasscock solar arc practicums, where we have about nine or ten really good astrologers looking at this with all kinds of eyes, and take a look at what I've been seeing and hearing in some other venues, that this is probably a long game deal and very serious. So as it progresses, we will stay on it and not to politicize it. There are two sides to this conflict, too, just like there are to everything. But we're going to look at the astrology behind it and try to bring the best interpretation possible. Now, over the weekend, the only other thing that happens. So the moon moves into Capricorn at 1127 this morning. Hopefully, I'm interviewing Steve Forrest this afternoon. Tomorrow, that should be released. No major aspects tomorrow. And then we have a quick void, of course, on Sunday, and the moon moves into Aquarius at 1.35 p.m. So as far as the technicalities of what are ahead of us for the next three days, there you go. I don't know of anything else astrologically that we might discuss unless something just really major happens. Hopefully, the focus of our weekend will be the interview with Steve. I think maybe collectively we should make our weekend focus to pray for peace. Sending you love and especially to the people of the Ukraine who are the innocent participants in this conflict. See you on Monday. 